I can't wait to show you guys all the cool sights in Jacksonville. Like, that swamp is where me, Pillboy, and Donkey Doug used to stand and try and blind pilots with laser pointers and oh. Maybe, maybe we should do the tour after we, you know, save your father's soul. Oh, I've been meaning to ask, why are you trying to save your father? I've heard you mention your friend Pillboy many times, but you've not mentioned your father once. What do you mean? I talk about Donkey Doug all the time. Sorry? The man you call Donkey Doug is your father? Yeah. The Donkey Doug with whom you tried to blind airline pilots with laser pointers? Yeah. The Donkey Doug who was banned from Disney World for biting Buzz Lightyear? In his defense, he thought it was someone else. Who? What a sight for sore eyes. Boy, am I glad to see a tall drink of water like you walk into this dive bar tonight, Stephen Baker. Well, 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 I guess they're <laughs> just letting anybody into this fine, greasy dive bar these days, huh, Zachary Pruitt? I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on one of our projects, but every time you walk into a room, a noir voice starts narrating in my head. Mm. It says, his name was Stephen Baker, <laughs> the type of guy who always shows up late, but you're never mad. You could tell by the hole in his pants that he'd been through some shit. <laughs> and you could tell by the hole in his heart that he was looking for trouble. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm very glad you've joined us for another week. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about the good place into the time knife. Very exciting. Hi, everyone. I'm Zach, and I both it. Nice. I'm Steven, and hey, you want some pills? <laughs> well, kind. Well, you see, chase a couple of these down with uh -huh. five-hour energy. You know, great body high, mild visuals. You'll be in for a fun night. Pillboy... We learn a lot about him, and it was pretty much just as direct as what we had known before. Yeah. But it was interesting, to put it lightly, to see him walking around the old folks' home and giving each of them not just their prescription, but, like, his recommendations, his personalized... Well, I like it. He's like, hey, don't mix those. You'll end up like that guy over there. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. We're going to get into the good place. We're going to get into all kinds of things today, talking about the ballad of Donkey Doug. All kinds of donkeys, all kinds of pills. But before we can do anything, we've got to shout out our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. Those people are Mary Baker Budisa, Danny M. Lugo, Justin Fortier, and Little Less Shaker, a Little Less Haker. Very sorry. My there bad. You go. Only Respect to the dead. Thank you for supporting right. us, and if you like what <laughs> left we this, do over <laughs> this Patreon subscription in their will, I leave $10 every month to... to Zach and Steven. Yeah. <laughs> Only through the form of a Patreon donation. Little S. Haker, pancaked by drunk dump truck driver <laughs> at a mere six years of age. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the program. And if you want to support us in what we do over here, starting at $5 a month over patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast, get your early access, get your exclusive content and get your live stream, Zach and Steven every week. Try it out. Give it's it almost go. the holidays. All the cool kids are doing it. Nothing is better than waking up your beloved child on Christmas morning a few months from now and seeing the look on their eyes when they open their stocking to find Zach and Steven's Patreon right mm. there in their little sake. What better for a growing child than 
a bundle deal where they get not only our <laughs> Patreon, but mm-hmm. our new exclusive Fansly as well. Fansly, uh, we've been yeah. kicked off of OnlyFans. OnlyFans turned us incident. down. Right. Yeah, they said, ooh, mm-hmm. no one is a fan of that. They said no one has ever got 100% of their subscribers to request a refund. <laughs> we can't have this. We're trying to get paid. And I understand. I just think our content was a little too artsy and subversive for what mm-hmm. they're doing over there. We're not just doing the the regular artsy spreading our vaginas in front of the yeah. camera for the boys we went to high school with. We're doing stuff with story. There's mm-hmm. props. There's heavy sets involved, and none of that's a lot on of money goes into the production. <laughs> but you can support us over there, Patreon.com/slash Can't Disappoint Podcast. Stephen, my dear friend, my beloved boy, how are you at the hour? You know, I'm doing well. I've got a tummy with some food mm-hmm. in it. Me too. Oh, good. I, they're letting you eat these days. Huh? They are. Nice. I know there was that time period where you were a naughty, were naughty boy, and all you got was eat. was peanut oil yeah. for dinner. But now look at you now. That was Just your answer trough. to how are you? How did it get from <laughs> how are you to what am I drinking? Peanut oil? Your peanut oil out of a trough. Okay. Well, I'm sorry I asked. I thought yeah. we talked. Are you feeling better? We've been I'm, watching I'm your health. I'm doing better. I I was a little bit sickly last time we recorded. Yeah. Who knows when that was. Guys, let's just be honest, okay? We're having yeah. a lot of fun here. We're going to do the same show we always do. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd notice if we didn't tell them. Do you think they'd notice? Did we say earlier? No, we In didn't, this did podcast, we? right? No. Here it is. We recorded last week's podcast on Jeremy Baramy, which I'm really proud of, and I hope you enjoyed it six hours ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Stephen's health is going to feel like you've been sick for a month. <laughs> yeah, it is. I was sickly today. I'm doing much better now. Sickly today when we recorded earlier yeah, today. Yeah, but I'm much better now than I was Much then. better. Much better. A week will do wonders for you. Well, I did save a story for this podcast, something that I wanted to talk about. Oh, really lay it on me. Just let lay, it run I'll out, lay of, your, it all out over of your you. lips. Just let I'll them like, separate a little bit. Like here. if you have a mouthful of water and you just like open mm-hmm. where it like starts to run out of your teeth yeah. and then it just like all over, run all down your chin. Are we still Tell talking me the about story the same that thing? way. Yeah. I think I'm thinking about something else. <laughs> So I wanted to tell this story. The other day, I'm coming home late from work. I was looking around at the stars. I've been spending a lot more time paying attention to the stars lately because I've gotten better at picking out constellations. And sometimes I can see them. E! News. Yeah, I've got to see what's Brangelina doing these days. Mm -hmm. You got to keep an eye on the stars. They're still married. I think... Okay, so I'm looking up at the sky, I kind of see the Big Dipper, and then I look over and I see something that I've never seen in my entire life in the sky, Uh a real thing that for a second had me 100% convinced that I had seen a UFO of some sort. Wow. And I have video evidence of this. What did you see, I'm not kidding. This is fucking true. I ended up finding out what it is, but it was still eerie, guys. So I look up at the sky and I see it's like 15 dots in a straight diagonal line that look Uh like stars far away like 15 dots in perfect line and i was looking and i was like is that some kind of constellation i don't think so it's just a straight diagonal line in the sky and then i'm looking at them and i notice that they're moving and they're mm-hmm. all like moving forward in the same line and i got a little like shoddy one of those classic iphone videos where you yeah. can kind of see what you're trying to see but not really you turned it from like the super hd iphone camera to mm-hmm. the possible lowest possible resolution setting which makes it super grainy and you can't hear anything 
I put it on Bigfoot mode. Nice. And, and it captured what it needed to capture. <laughs> so I have this little video of it, and it's this perfect line. And for a second, I'm really thinking, like, what's going on here? And yeah. I looked it up, and it is shady, but not in an alien way. It's way less cool. It's like a SpaceX thing. And a lot of people in many different areas over the last couple months have been reporting seeing this exact thing. There's a picture of it that you can see. I didn't read too much because once I saw that it wasn't aliens, I yeah. got far less it's interested. It's only a <laughs> with the internet in space yeah but f- i am such a skeptic when it comes to things like that mm-hmm. and for a moment i know i'm shocked that, that even for a moment you were like this could be something other than- genuinely for a moment i thought i was seeing something that like i wasn't supposed to see or that i had never seen before it was one of those yeah. nights my my heart was open well, now zach that you put that receiving. on the internet they will be coming for yeah. you soon well, I want them to know that I'm down. What am I going to do? Look at me. I'm a 26-year-old self-employed podcaster. Mm-hmm. I am not a threat to the new alien world order. In fact, <laughs> I have always said I'm the type of person that would be a stormtrooper in Star Wars yeah. just because I'd be scared and they'd tell me what to do and I'd do it. So with that in mind, aliens, we can work together. Well, Zach, so on on that topic, I don't yeah. know if this spurned anything in you, but I know you're pretty skeptical. Spurned. You know, they, they just released, the Department of Defense just, like, made a made a blog, made their yeah. own website with Squarespace. That's the part I don't believe. Yeah. <laughs> they made their own website where you can go watch a video. I saw I a, a post on it. Yeah, there's, like, they released a video of unidentified flying object. It looks like somebody took a tetherball mm-hmm. and they, like held it in front of a camera, and then, like, recorded something. It's really funny looking. It's like a little orb floating around. The skeptic in me both says, yes, I think something like that could be something, and I believe the government has seen all kinds of things they're not telling Mm -hmm. us. And two, so many things fly in the sky from so many different sources for so many different reasons. My mind doesn't go right to aliens. I think if there are aliens out there, which maybe there are, and this Mm -hmm. is what I thought we'd talk about getting into the good place today, is whether or not aliens exist. So I hope Blink-182's Tom DeLonghi Mm -hmm. is listening. I think there's probably stuff out there. I don't think they're that worried about us. And if they are, I think we're fucked and we wouldn't know it before we are. So just don't worry about it. I'm not worried about it. Anything else you want to bring up or do you want to get into the television program, The Good Place? What's your favorite alien movie, Zach? I haven't seen a ton. I like Alien. Alien's great. There are more I want to see. I haven't seen Close Encounters. I haven't seen Arrival. I haven't seen, like, District 9. I need to see more. Have you seen Independence Day? Nope. Far better than most of the ones you just mentioned. When I was a kid, action movies always kind of bored me. I was a comedy guy. If it wasn't about Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks having mail with each other, I just wasn't <laughs> interested. Zach's like, I can't Is see any of that in Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, there's romance in Independence Day. His stripper fiance is a thing. Will Smith. Because the first lady is like, oh, you're a dancer? What kind? Ballet? And she's like, exotic. And they're like, mm. <gasps> I'm sure that meant a lot to you as a young child. I remember the scene, apparently. I've seen the other Will Smith alien movie. With his son, where they go to the other planet? No, I haven't have seen the Wachowskis' <laughs> After Earth. I was thinking more of Men in Black. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are good. Tony Shalhoub? I've seen the first two. Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub is what you brought back from that movie. Yeah, it's let's Tony talk Shalhoub's about the good place. We don't have any other shit to say. We're here it's to talk a jungle about jungle out there. Season three, episode six. 
chapter Episode 32 five. of The go. Good Place. This is The Ballad of Donkey Doug. Well, Donkey Doug rode into Jacksonville on a gator. He had a boy, but he wasn't ready. He told the mom to see you later. But he grabbed the boy, his name was Jason, taught him a thing or two about shooting spit balls at trains and how to say yee-hoo. This could have been a lot worse than it's been. I'm into it. Yeah. Is that where we're ending it? For now. Okay, well, that, the Ballad of Donkey Doug the is Ballad of Donkey Doug is a tale as old as time. I told you part one for part two. Please uh, give us $5 or more to the Patreon. You can hear the more of the Ballad of Should've Donkey Doug. Should have left it where it was. This episode was directed by Rebecca Asher, who... There's a paywall. This is her first episode. Yeah, I haven't heard that on name the on the pod place. before. But she directs two more episodes in the series later on. You've Changed Man, which is actually the episode mm-hmm. we covered over on You Can't... Bonk my mic. Hey, now, don't over be on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast when people were voting for what show we were going to do next, and they voted mm-hmm. on this one. And she also directs the episode Mondays, Am I Right?, which is one of the last of the show. One of the I penultimate, so. anti-penultimate, frumpta anti-penultimate, loopta frumpta anti-penultimate, one of those. <laughs> This episode was written by Matt Murray, who previously wrote Category 55 Emergency Doomsday Crisis, one of those early season one episodes. This is his first writing credit since then, and he writes one more later in the series, which is You've Changed Man, that season four episode that we talked about. All those, I don't know, six months ago, eight months ago. (sighs) Yeah, that was like last year. This episode originally aired on October 25th, 2018. So let's dive back into our time traveling gear. Uh-huh. On October 25th, 2018, the number one movie. Think about what the date was. Okay, it's a scary time. It's a scary time. And 2018, it's was that? Reboot. Reboot. Okay, it's a reboot okay. of an iconic franchise. This mm-hmm. retconned all of the sequels. Oh, shit. And then they made two more of this. You gotta get there. It's funny and scary. Oh, okay. It's not okay. scream. Oh. <laughs> funny and scary. I don't know. Should I just it's guy with the mask? It's Halloween. Halloween twenty eighteen. Halloween out is not Jamie funny Lee and scary. This the one was aren't comedies. This one specifically was. It was Danny. Oh, I haven't McBride. seen any of the new ones. I saw the first two, and I really liked the first one and hated the second one so much that I didn't see the third one. Was this the first one? Yes. 2018? Mm. Halloween. Yep, that was the number one movie. What do you think Rotten Tomatoes thought about it? The critics. Scary movies like that don't get very high scores from Mm -hmm. critics these days. I'm going to say 64. It's higher. Wow, 71? No, it's 79% from Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, good good for Halloween 2018. I liked Halloween 2018. I just didn't like... It was Halloween Kills and then Halloween Ends. Uh, Halloween Kills was just horrible. Mm-hmm. I got turned off by the Rob Zombie, the first one. I stopped watching this before it was that. done. I haven't yeah, seen those. And so I, I haven't really seen too. one since the first Rob Zombie Halloween. Have you seen and the I grew original? Up loving the original? I've seen all the originals. Which is mm-hmm. great. Okay. What about the Rotten Tomatoes audience based off of a 79% from the critics? Where do you think the audience is at? I think fans are normally pretty happy with things like that. Clearly you are. And I don't I consider you necessarily a, a horror movie fan. Yeah, I don't no. consider that your genre. But I like so I'd say one. like 84. It's lower. 
73. You're really close. 72%, a little bit okay. lower from the audience on Rotten All Tomatoes. right, interesting. And then Letterboxd, mm-hmm. if they were out of 100%. Well, that's where the Zach thought of it. Where so I'm going to say clearly. 81. No, it's even lower. Oh, 69. 64%, which uh, is That's awful, not very sexy. Quite a bit lower than the critics. Give me a sexy number, Rotten Zach. Come on. Hey, 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 hey. Hi. Don't be scared. Be The number sexy, one album Zach. this week is directly related to something we talked about in this segment earlier today when we <sighs> recorded Jeremy Baramy. Can you remember back that far? Okay, so it was a rapper. Nope. Who had done so earlier today. Think of today. a question you asked me directly while we did this segment. Is it Nas? Is it Jay-Z? No. Those no. are my questions, because it's Lil Wayne. That was, wasn't... The, it was the number one last week. You're not even close. Oh, was it the movie soundtrack for yes. Venom? Was that my no, question? No, or no, for, no, no. Uh, what, what was the fuck was the Tell movie? Tell me something, mm, boy. boy. Was it the soundtrack for, for A Star, a is, Star Born? is Born? Is that the, is that no, the that number one album No, that from week? Venom. The number one yeah. album this week was the soundtrack to A Star is Born. Uh, well, you people got to see the movie last week, and, and this Gaga. week they're missing the movie, so they listen to the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that just makes missing sense. it. Can't sleep at night thinking about it. <laughs> Pitchfork out of 10 to the 10th. What do you think the soundtrack to A Star is Born received? You know this one better than I do because you've danced to some of the other songs. Yeah, I know most of the songs fairly well. Pitchfork's out of 10 yes. with one with decimal the place. 8.1? It's lower, but not by a ton, a ton. 7.7. 7. It's a 7.4 out of 10. Okay. And then Rate Your Music goes to the 100th. I translated it to out of 10. Mm-hmm. What do you think they thought of it? 7.4 as your basis at Pitchfork. Where are the people of Rate Your Music feeling? 6.52. So it means people that listen to the album that hadn't seen the movie. And the movie adds significance to the album because yeah. you have an emotional pull. So I'm going to say That's lower. For the uh, it's a, even a little bit lower than you said. 6.02. Okay. Just about a 6 out of 10. And that's that segment, which means out with that one and into the next one, because it's time, Hey-o. friends. We're diving back into the ballad of Donkey Doug, inarguably episode six of season three of The Good Place. And we're going to gather together and find out, did Steven watch the episode On episode this five, Donkey Doug asked week. me, did Steven watch the episode this week? <laughs> Am I supposed to say something to that? It's your turn now. I did my thing. I said it. Now it's you. Yeah, you sure did. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. No, that's not what we do The part of the show where Larry comes out and sings a silly song. A silly song. (laughs) Did Steven watch the episode this week? We're going to find out in 20 seconds if Steven can convey to us everything that happened in today's Mm -hmm. episode of The Good Place, The Ballad of Donkey Doug. Some people listening in did not watch the episode today in preparation like we did. So you've got to tell them all that happened in it before we dive deep. How are you feeling? A peek behind the privacy curtain. Sure. Which I do record with a privacy curtain. Which is curtain. big. You've never let me pass that curtain. I've been I trying won't. for years, clawing at won't. that curtain, tugging at that curtain. <laughs> it's like a it sensory swing, but I just walk around in it. It's your void. It's my void. Exactly. Aw. What were you saying? Uh, you know. I, I don't normally watch the episode this close to us recording. Mm-hmm. I usually sleep on it. Mm-hmm. But today I'm fresh. I was dipped, held by my ankle into the pool of this episode, and I was pulled out. You lost me. Achilles, the Battle of <laughs> Troy, he was dipped into a Yeah, but I just don't get how that's in relation to the Ballad of Donkey Doug. <laughs> <laughs> 
You've got 20 seconds. Haven't on the you clock. seen Troy starring? Uh, is that a young Orlando Bloom and Brad Pitt? I think the only movie I've ever seen Orlando Bloom is, in is Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. Haven't seen Gran Turismo yet, huh? Mm-mm. I don't really know that I care to. I'm sure it's fine, but I don't think it's going to be so good that I'm glad I saw it. Do you care about racing, Zach? No. I you- feel like you would go see that movie because you like video games and you like to think you are the boy who is in things. Well, as somebody who has a sim wheel and pedals... I like the motion. You showed us the sim wheel. You took us there. That's how I... Clearly, I'm ready for the big league. Do you play Gran Turismo? No. Not my scene. But it's supposed to be like a more realistic driving a car simulator, right? Isn't that the Well, the one I play is too. It's just a different kind of car. Not my scene. I'm only into the the pinnacle of motorsport. Formula One. Something you and Lil's dad have in common. You'd have a heyday talking about racing games. You should. Yeah. You better watch out. Shout out. I don't want to become Poppy's favorite. All right. Let's enough of that. We've got 20 seconds up on the clock. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? I think so. There's like two, only two plots to fight with in this one. I think I'll be okay. I think that's true. All right. Three, two, one, go. Uh, Jason Dahani and Michael go to Jacksonville to help save Donkey Doug because he's been a bad dad his whole life, but he's a lost cause because he's a criminal. So Jason saves Pillboy instead by tricking him into keeping old people safe. Meanwhile, Chidi has to break up with Simone because he can't tell her about the afterlife, so they have to run simulations, and he fails, but then he does break up with her, and Eleanor helps him be a friend and smooth it over. Um, time. I mean, you didn't do too bad. Here's what I'm going to say. I think you could have gotten a little bit more about the second story. You just kind sure. of said the bare bones and said, mm-hmm. I'm fucking done. The other <laughs> thing is finished. you said because he's been a bad dad his entire life, but you did not say Donkey Doug is Jason's dad. I got it because I've seen the episode. Uh, here's my argument. But if I you, said, I don't, can I finish a thought before you? I'd like to my counterpoint <laughs> your point, officer. Yeah, okay. You got to tell me if you're a cop. And you can't hold anything against <laughs> me that police. I did before you. I said they're all in Jacksonville, right? Save I said Donkey Jason Doug because he's because been a bad, he's been a bad dad. But I heard instead, exactly what you said. he they decided to save Pillboy. Right? You didn't say. I did not inherently say yeah. that he was the you father to Jason, but we know he's not Tahani's dad, and we know he's not Michael's you. dad. Well, we know, but it's about conveying the message of the episode to someone who may not know. Ah. Uh, C. Plus. C plus? C plus, yes. Yeah, well, you think you did better than that, didn't you? Yeah! Let me, let me rethink. Let me rethink. I'm just Because other than that Donkey uh, Doug was Jason's father, what else could I have said if other than honest, sure? I could have said honest, something. If I'm being honest, and I am. Not a big fan of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, Zach, when yeah. we first started doing this segment uh-huh. on a different show, it was discussed that bonus points could be earned if I finish <laughs> adequately before the 20 seconds. I remember seconds. this. I remember when we wrote up the treatise. I've got the scroll. I keep it underneath my bed. And, we and both got pillow. tattoos for At that. At all Zach. times, I got the whole scroll on my ass to thigh. <laughs> yeah. I know, Stephen, but I don't know that you get to be the judge of if you've accomplished it early or not. <laughs> <laughs> you're just a child who said i'm done when there's still tons of meatloaf on that plate you know i thought i was gonna take it up for you because i thought more about what you had said but i'm sticking with the c plus wow yeah. i'll remember that mm-hmm. it, okay <laughs> i'm not that gonna doesn't forget. concern me too much
<laughs> Let's do some trivia. Okay, I don't have as many questions this time, but I've got a, a good handful of questions for you. I've got eight. Go ahead. <clears throat> who? Go ahead. Who did Eleanor shove into a creek? It's when she's talking to Janet in the beginning. It's a girl. Mm. She thought Eleanor was intimidating. I don't remember her name. Uh, mm. Hannah? Ooh, I'll let you give it another try. Just say a girl's name. Chlamydia. Oh, you is got that, the right consonant one? sound. We're looking Charlotte. for Kylie, Kylie. Mansard. Yeah. I said the right consonant sound. Speaking of Mansard, did you ever watch the show Mansard? Mansard? Yeah, every once in a while they'd have something yeah. that let you see a woman in her underwear. So yeah, yes, I feel like I that was one of those things that parents should be afraid of. You know, I feel like it's something that I should not have been watching at that age. What Truly. three swamps does Jason want to show to Hani and Michael, and what are their significance? This is right when they get off of the plane so at the airport. I I might have misheard or read. When did you watch the episode? Ten minutes ago? Yeah. Come on. Um, He said in mine, I believe, this is the swamp. Mm-hmm. I want to show you the swamp where Donkey Doug and Pillboy and I used to point laser pointers at pilots. I say Pillboy, but yes. It's Pillboy and Donkey Doug. No, it's where he and Donkey Doug would try to blind pilots with laser pointers. Pillboy was included. I don't think so. I'm... And then anything else? Were there two more? No. Okay, he said, that's the swamp where me and Donkey Doug alone would try to blind pilots <laughs> with laser pointers. That's the swamp where I lost my virginity. And that's the swamp where my German shepherd lost his virginity. Oh, the other two were not in my episode. Yeah. Okay. The first well, then I'll one give you the Donkey Doug that's not your fault. boy. What airport does Jason fly into? That would be Macho Man Randy Savage International Airport. What are you talking about? Not what it's called. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm talking about Randy Macho Man Savage oh non-international airport. It's the I non-international. Didn't see the non-international. Yeah. yeah, I would have I, taken okay. Macho Man Randy Savage because that's just you know the, in the vernacular of the American people. Okay, where macho, is Donkey macho. Doug banned from, and why? I think that's my next question. He's mm-hmm. banned from Disney for biting Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. In but in his defense, defense he, was, he thought, thought it was, it was someone else. else. Who? Tahani says. What color is Donkey Doug's bong? Can we is say he... bong here? Are we going to get kicked out if we say bong? Well, we are recording this in the Mounds Mall Nirvana. <laughs> uh, they let us use their outlets because we don't have enough in my place. <laughs> I think it was green. Yeah, it was. Nice. And it was like attached nice. to like a Hulk hand that was yeah, painted it was white. Yeah, like a boxing glove with a bong attached to it. Interesting. Yeah. What medical work will Donkey Doug have done with his double trouble shark tank money? He's going to have his calf implants moved back up from his feet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's Florida so many levels to surgery. that. Really funny. What highway sign is in Donkey Doug's house? Oh. Yield? Ooh, we're looking for... It's like the shape of Florida on top of mm-hmm. 970, oh, sure. like and I looked it up, sign. and it's Florida State Road 970 that connects to uh, That's cool. highways. Yeah, They would be the type to steal a street sign and put it up in their apartment. Did you ever mm-hmm. go to like a college place, and they were like, we stole this sign, but don't tell anybody about it? Because I did. Yes. I yeah. may or may not have had a sign. Do you still? No. Uh, I have one that I stole, but not from a street. Is that what's behind you? Yeah. That's from a real street? That's a real street sign? No, it's I not just always from the street. Look like it. What's it from? It's like a dance thing. 
That's cool. I'll incriminate anyway, myself. This is a good episode to incriminate ourselves. It on. says caution. Spin turns ahead. So you weren't supposed to take that, but you didn't like uh, break the law to take it. Um, correct. Yes, technically. I, don't I know guess they could I press charges from, if they wanted to. Yeah, certainly not mine. Well, if you have been looking for that, write us in. Come on the show. <laughs> Let's talk about it. What is Chibi's simulated puppy's name? Walter. Martin. Martin. I knew it was a person name. Nice. How? This is a, a gettable question. Shit or get off the pot, Steven. How were how were Chidi's legs crossed in the scenario where Simone breaks up with right him? over left next hey. <laughs> coffee over here? What are the three double trouble flavors? There's twenty four hour lemon mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> lemon X or something like that, and that one's also a lube. I couldn't well, tell you the other two. Here, here's what I'll tell you: X. The app will take you to one of the words in that flavor. I'll just tell you, it's not getting there. There were three flavors. Raspberry perspirant was the first one. Nice. Cedarwood melon blast was the second one. And 24-hour lemon musk. Oh. Extreme. Also loop. (laughs) That's the the third Elon Musk reference today. Too many. There's one in the episode. One in my real life when I thought I saw aliens. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring that up later and... Make everyone notice how good of a job I did picking a story from my personal life to tell that had a loose connection to the episode mm-hmm. we're talking about today. But you just X'd all over me, Steven. Yeah, X'd me out of having that moment. Oh, don't make me C7290 you. It's your turn. Isn't that his kid's name? Do you have another one? Uh, what does Simone order to drink? That's my next question. Iced tea. And then when asked later, she does take the sugar. She does take the sugar. So I've just got one more for you. What Hit does Pillboy... Mm-hmm. Tell an old lady she cannot mix. Don't mix zannies with these little pink guys. Little pink fools, but I'll fools. give it to you. That was a really Sorry. good guess. Thank you. Here's my last one. Where is Camilla's museum exhibit? Budapest. Mm-hmm. Can you give me the country? That's it's, supposed to it's be an screen. easy question. I know it is. Budapest, is it racist to guess? Well, let's see. I'm trying to... Th- my name is Budapest. Handle for you. You. The country it is. Give me one more reason so I remember that it's hungry. Is that true? That's right. You got it. All you had to do was sing George Ezra's Budapest, where he famously name drops the country hungry a lot. I have a weird feeling about it because. A girl that I used to date really Ooh, liked his music. Was it the racist one? No. Probably. It was pre-racist one, uh-huh. but it was when was I was with Was it my life partner? One. No. <laughs> 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 well, the, which one? Uh-huh. You get around. I know, now you're confused. Round, uh, when round, I worked at a around, pool, that song would play constantly. Mm, and so sure. I was Tell me off the mic. Who was it? Her okay, that's trivia. Nah Did weekend. you get all your questions out? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the episode. <laughs> Let's talk about the ballad of Donkey Doug. Bum, I'm going to open bum, up the bum, forum bum, 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 bum. because I don't think we feel the same way. Mm-hmm. This is easily my least favorite episode of the entire series so far. What? Like easily. It's not bad, but it is just so absolutely nothing for me. You're surprised. I am surprised. Yeah. And I remember a lot about this episode going in because it's one that I remember fondly. 
It's one that I think is is fairly funny. I don't think it, it comes anywhere funny. near last week's, but last that's week's true, and that might, might be the best of the season. Your best of the show. I like the Cheaty storyline. I remember it really fondly. I don't dislike the Donkey Doug storyline. I like Pillboy a lot. I like Jason a lot. I don't. I don't. I, well, let's I'm talk not trying about to it. say that I dislike the episode. You said you I think without like a doubt, without it's a shadow of a doubt, my least favorite episode of the show, of and the I stand show. by that. But that doesn't mean I don't like it. This is an incredible show with no bad episodes. I think this might be the least good one because it does absolutely nothing. If we're going to tell an overarching story about, okay, now they, without being worried about their souls being saved, because that's the point in the first place is for them to try to get better without knowing that they need to get better. Why are we wasting our time on something so inconsequential and small? I feel like you could do... As Donkey Doug's soul? Yeah, I don't think they do anything interesting with that other than the joke that it's his dad. I don't think they dive deep enough. Let's get into it. I don't hate it, but I don't love it at all. I think it's like a See, if I have a qualm with this, that's not my qualm. What's your qualm? So, spoiler alert for the next couple episodes, they kind of go into a thing where each of them... Like tries to save the soul of the person that was closest yes, to them in their life. I don't life. want it. I don't like it. I don't hate it. But Chidi's is Simone. He's known Simone for a year. Yeah, that's my qualm. Is that we can't go help someone from Chidi's life? Is that in this? one of the other episodes, or is that from this? episode? That was from this episode. There's I think not that's another all we get one later. I don't think so because the next episode is more about Tahani, and the one after that's about Eleanor and her mom, and then they go on to the next plot line after that. And I remember earlier when you asked me in Jeremy Baramy, do I think that episode being so good turns the season around for me? My answer was easily no, because I knew this mm-hmm. was the next episode. And I knew that this next stretch of episodes... So you just don't like this. You don't like what they do here. You don't like them going to help the people from... Because think about it, Zach. If you found out... I get it. The way to get to the more positive afterlife, wouldn't you uh-huh. want to help someone that you care about... If it was, yes. if they were on the line, wouldn't yes, you want to help course. them get there? I understand why they're telling the story. I'm not saying that it. Doesn't you wouldn't work. be showing up on Connie P's doorstep and being like, "Mother, there's still time." I what just day don't is think it? there's anything <laughs> dynamic about it at all. We've mm-hmm. seen flashbacks of Eleanor's mom before. We know what she's like. We know the problems that she has. Sure, it'll be nice to see Eleanor fix that. But we, I don't know. I I want new, and they're just kind of giving us. It feels like a pause so hard to me. When I feel like there should at least be, like, a looming threat that's breathing down the neck of this episode. They don't have to reveal it in this episode, but the fact that there's nothing like that going on made me feel the entire time, like, what are we doing here? Why are Tahani and Michael hanging out in Tallahassee, Florida? Or Jacksonville, Florida? Jacksonville. Sorry. Big diff. Let's get into the episode, because I don't think I'm really that angry about it, but I... I wouldn't have hated a cutaway to the judge being like, where the fuck are they... Can I get another key made? And there's a joke about oh, it's going to take six eons to make a key to the infinite yeah, doorway. There's nothing like that. Nobody's scared of what's coming. They're just like, yeah, let's go save Donkey Doug. Mm-hmm. Who cares? But Donkey Doug, please dun, do come dun, on the dun, show. Dun, I'd, love dun, to, dun, I'd love to talk to Donkey Doug. <laughs> yeah, maybe like don't shit on our benefactor. We'd like to <laughs> thank our sponsor for today. Yeah, we've uh, already put him down for $10,000 <laughs> on the Patreon. I hope that's all right. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. We wrote, okay? we wrote a check. Where it takes us. We're talking through it takes us. We wrote Come a check. It. it did bounce. Yeah. But we're taking that to court. So. 
<laughs> okay, so Janet in the beginning is answering some questions that Eleanor has, these burning questions now that Eleanor has this access bank of anything that she could possibly need to know. And she's asking questions about people her sophomore year in high school. Which is a nice callback to when in season two when she's asking Janet about like which of her boyfriends were gay. Mm-hmm. Oh, then he just wasn't interested in me. That's correct. <laughs> this one, Nathan didn't like her. This girl, Kylie, thought she was cool but intimidating. Eleanor thought she was intimidating. That's why I shoved her into that creek. <laughs> Chidi walks into the room, and I like this line. He says, Well, after my chili episode, I asked the administration for a one-year sabbatical, and good news, they fired me. So, I am free and easy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe another thing I could say if I wanted to is how quickly Chidi is not the Chidi from last episode uh, after how dramatic of a shift that mm-hmm. was for him. But I like this line. I like that. Eh, they fired me after I asked for a break. Because of course they would. Everything yeah. he did was horrible as an mm-hmm. unacceptable of a college. Yeah. Unacceptable. The fact that they're allowed to then lounge in his office, even, <laughs> you would think he'd be escorted off of the Right? I think they should have came and got him. Eleanor mentions that the rest of the Soul Squad, so Michael, Tahani, Well, Jason, after his actual shirtless endeavor, I think that earns him a couple of free days around campus. I think they were all clutching their pearls too hard to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's what they're calling Biting it these days, lip. huh? Eleanor mentions that Michael Tahani are helping Jason's dad and wonders what the three of them can do in the meantime to help save some souls. But Chidi mentions that before he can do anything like that, he has to save Simone by breaking up with her. This brings up another thing. I'm remembering now that maybe I wasn't so wrong about Simone being great and ultimately kind of pointless. No. Do I need to say... Does something happen later? Yes. That's all you have to say. Something can happen later. I don't remember. Simone ends up being a major thing. Okay. Well, I mean, she has been so far, but this just had me scared that we're getting rid of her because we don't need her for the story anymore. Do you not remember? I do not remember, truly. Wow. I've only seen this season once. So now that Chidi has had the Matrix revealed to him and he knows what's going to happen after he dies, he can't (laughs) tell Simone that because it'll totally ruin her chances at living a life without that knowledge and to make good decisions without trying to get good place points. So he has to break up with her and just end things. And he's talking about how they haven't been talking in a while anyway. And that Simone thinks that Chidi has laryngitis and it's gone (laughs) on so long that he's on antibiotics. That's really funny. And then Eleanor says to him, okay, well, clearly because of you and your morals and how you are, you can't lie, right? Okay, you need to ghost her, block her phone number, <laughs> don't text back, and anything of hers that's at your house is yours now. Have you ever ghosted somebody like that? Be Not honest. anyone that I was actually dating that I was, like, seeing for real. Maybe that's how you thought of it. The closest thing to that is I've, like, been talking to somebody and it kind of started to fizzle out. So we mm-hmm. just like went from talking every day to that. Okay, I have something worse. This was not Let's great. hear it. So this was in high school. Okay. And I was like high a, count. a junior in okay. high school here. And I think she was a sophomore, I believe. But I was like kind of talking to this girl, you know, kind of like flirting. We were, you know, f- friendly, friendly. And we were texting like every day. And, like, we would, like, you know, say hi at school and, like, hug and all that, you know, cutesy stuff. And we were, like, going down the path that would lead to 
a relationship at some point. And, and as she, all like, juniors in high school do, you woke up one day, said, I'm bored. You said, I don't want to play with you anymore. I don't and dropped her in the Toy Story to trash. Uh, worse, she didn't come to school for like a week and a half or like two weeks or something. I didn't so text you her once during that time. About her. Yeah, so I just didn't text her. And then when she came back, we just weren't talking anymore. So like that. That didn't end as dramatically as I hoped it would. Well, I'm not a bad guy, so I don't know. <laughs> That's probably the worst worst thing I did. I definitely am so non-confrontational that I have done that in ways that I should not have done that. I haven't talked to Lil in three and a half months, <laughs> and I'm hoping they just notice one of these days. Uh, but continue to pay rent. How have they reacted to the uh, barrier you built in the bed yeah. to keep them from being near you? No, I think they like it. I tend to roll. Yeah. <laughs> I think they it like it, this safe. space. Yeah. Keeps us in one spot. You just put a, a baby's playpen on the bed and yeah. you occupy I that just space. get some tummy time. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you got to have Eleanor it. Eleanor has pulled this maneuver dozens of times, just ghosted people, and it's been fine. Cue Janet saying, actually, none of your exes have ever gotten over you. Of course damn they right. haven't because it's Eleanor. Yeah. And she says, you're damn right you haven't. <laughs> Janet then Bing and walks over to Chidi. That's really funny. I think that's really funny. That's very common. I do like that the whole time. Yeah, it's funny the whole time. This is a good Janet episode. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have her powers right now, and she's so used to popping up places, having a pleasant sound, that she's just going to start doing it. So Mm -hmm. she's doing her own bings now. There's a shot of Kristen Bell reacting to it she like does it a time and eleanor just kind of si- just a shot of her mm-hmm. giving a silent side eye and i thought that was really funny yeah so janet comes up with the idea that she can create a virtual reality system to help chidi practice the breakup janet says i'm kind of a nerd i'll start building the simulator now <laughs> bing and then she slowly shuffles <laughs> out of the room and don't then look, it's embarrassing. she doesn't want them to look at her. There's been a couple of good don't look at me jokes in the good place, mm-hmm. I feel like. She's like, guys, turn around. It's embarrassing. No, no, don't look. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Bing. And that's where we get the theme song <laughs> moment. I do like stuff like that. I just have a feeling that this simulation storyline, this episode in general, feels like if The Good Place was the type of show that had 22 episodes for a season. If it had 22 episodes for a season, I would n- have zero problems with this episode. Mm-hmm. It would be totally fine. But the fact that I know that that's kind of what the next four episodes do before we get to the next big thing, I don't know. I guess it just doesn't bother me that much. I like it. I'm along for the ride. I'm having a good that's time. Good. Maybe it was because it was more good place in a short span of time. The last three that's days, true. I've gotten more good place than I normally do in the span Which of three weeks. Which has been kind of fun to do a little yeah. binge. But and I think that's why break. I was okay nice. with a less this episode being explosion-y, a right. I agree. You know, so the rest of the Soul Squad lands at Macho Man. No, Randy Savage, Macho Man. Randy, Macho Man, Savage, non-international the Rock Johnson, airport. Non-international <laughs> airport. You jabroni. And I love that they're just here having a conversation while waiting in a line forever. Because it's a Florida airport, and they're just Mm -hmm. in this spindling line waiting for, like, their cab or something. Well, Zach, since you've never flown on an airplane... Is that a thing? Do you have to wait in lines? uh, If you want to wait a cab afterwards, it's always a long line for... I got the vibe, though, that it's kind of a Florida joke of how comically long and non-moving the line they're in is. That's what I I thought. It's just an airport joke. I don't know, but in my many years of airport expertise... (laughs) 
<laughs> Zach, the airport guy. Did you get this? When Jason like breathes in the awful rank Florida air, he like yells out a chant that sounded like Duvo to me. He and says then Duval, the same thing he yelled two episodes ago. And what does it mean? And don't take that attitude with me. I believe he's referencing a Jacksonville player. He was a defender, I believe. I just came up on the top of my head. Something else I don't like about this episode. Why was the cliffhanger for Jeremy Baramy, Larry Duval Hemsworth... County? Are you listening to me? Yeah, you're asking why <laughs> did they bring up Larry Hemsworth? Why did and they not make that a big deal time? at the end of last episode? And all he gets in this is Tahani is holding up the magazine that says that they split up. Yeah. It's implied she talked to him. It is implied, and that's fine. They could have done that bit, but why did they make it the cliffhanger of last week's episode to not have it be a matter of importance in this one? I think they needed someone else to make a joke because it wouldn't make sense for any of the main four to make a joking matter after figuring out that they're damned to hell. (laughs) Oh, and you put it that way. Who else but Michael? Tani says, if you love something, let it free. That's what my yoga partner, Sting, no last initial, told me. (laughs) Jason here can't wait to show them all of the Jacksonville sites. They're all swamp related. But Michael, before we do the tour, let's stick to saving your father's soul. Which prompts one of the best bits of the episode, the joke of the episode here, Tahani saying, well, why are we so focused on your dad? I feel like you talk about pillboy all the time but i've never heard you say anything about your father it's like what do you mean i talk about donkey doug all the time (laughs) and tahani being one of the people here in this story to react with disgust to these Mm -hmm. situations does make me laugh a few moments especially here her being baffled and she says the donkey doug who was banned from disney world for biting buzz lightyear (laughs) who else could it have been if he didn't think it was buzz Lightyear? who (laughs) really funny that's really good Jason explains that his dad has always fallen fool to get-rich-quick schemes, and he wants to help save him from that. One of these schemes is that he created a sport that was a cross between dodgeball and horseshoes, and everybody died. Everybody died. Everybody. And I like the idea. I would have liked to have seen that as a visual. Just everybody dead, and (laughs) uh, Donkey Doug just kind of looking around and exiting the gym really fast <laughs> now do you think that the game was you throw horses trying... at each other <laughs> what else would it be <laughs> well but the alternative right that could okay. be dangerous you're throwing a bunch of dodgeballs at a metal stake at in a the horse. ground <laughs> the... <laughs> the horse gets pissed and kicks the shit out of you and kills you <laughs> what were you saying well because horseshoes is you know you throw the horseshoe at like a stake in the ground and you want to get close to it or around it. Sure. You, know, you do that with a dodgeball. You pop the dodgeball. You mm-hmm. got to go retrieve it. Ah, horseshoe stake. No, I think eye, it's as we were talking donkey dug here. Donkey dug. <laughs> it's fun to say. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think like how little can you use your mouth and say other. donkey dug? Donkey dug. I'm no Jeff Dunham, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Darcy Lynn. I can't just do that. Nice. Is Darcy Ling, she on America's Got Talent or something? Yeah, she's a little kid. You watch that show, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Don't bring it up too often. Sofia Vergara, she's still on that? Yes. Nice, I like her. Heidi Klum on there? Yes, she left and came back. She's great. I'm a big fan of... (laughs) Simon Cowell looks like a monster these days. He's done a lot of weird stuff to his face. Nice. 
They did something recently. I, I don't want to talk actually about America's Got Talent in and out in of the those podcast today, for years. But they did an episode that I watched recently where they were watching old clips and then Simon was commentating on it now. And you go from him like kind of looking like a person to him just like puffy, smooth face, <laughs> like talking through his lips. Nice. Like Jeff Dunham. <laughs> Full circle. Tahani wants to throw money at the Donkey Doug problem, you know, get him a trust fund, maybe a tasteful yacht. But Jason shows some foresight here and knows that he'd just blow that kind of money. He wants to make Donkey Doug feel like he did it himself without any help, without being handed money. So Michael brings up that Doug was on his way to getting his electrician license, which I really like this based idea of getting a job like that and being a productive member of society working a trade gig will get you good place points Mm -hmm. towards your soul being saved, which is great because... That's, uh, I don't know, giving up your life to take up a trade like that is noble. I agree, especially your life of crime to take up a trade like that is great. Mm-hmm. Going straight, going on the, going going on the up and up, the straight factory and narrow. Factory robbery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. So he, Michael mentions that he was working on that license, and maybe that would get the points. And he says, which is, you know, why we're actually here, so let's go do that. And Jason says, okay, let's go save my dad. <laughs> and then they hail a taxi, and at first you think it's the purple taxi that's on the on the curb, mm-hmm. Great and a giant CGI monster truck, or maybe it is real and actually ran over that car. Maybe it looks. It struck me as me. CGI. I thought, but I guess it could just be real. Comes and runs over the other semi <laughs> to pick. Well, them Zach, up. as someone who's never been to an airport, let me tell you, <laughs> the monster truck taxis they do a come a through. Have you ever done a dance competition or any event in Florida? Is it? Gross. I almost did. There's <laughs> one in a couple weeks died. that I was almost going to, but I'm not. Well, there you go. Been in New Orleans. It's it's also a swamp. Been to D.C. That's a swamp. Jason like throws his stuff in the back of the monster truck. Can you help me with bags. I got it. <laughs> so Jason shows up at this what looks to be a dilapidated hotel with the pool and all the rooms, and he shows up at a door, and Donkey Doug mm-hmm. comes to the door with a boxing glove bong. Is how I wrote it down. You explained uh, you it. You keep saying boxing hand. glove. It's like a it has fingers. Caucasian it's not a Hulk hand. It's not a boxing gloves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's you know, just Donkey a big Doug's puffed wearing up foam a, fist. a cracker or a Hulk hand with a bong attached to it. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? You can say it. <laughs> Sorry to offend anybody out there. <laughs> they hug, and Tahani's amazed that Jason calls him Donkey Doug in person. It's not just like Mm -hmm. a term of endearment. It's what he likes to go by. And they have this whole back and forth of, well, you know, I don't think of him as like my son. I think of him as my boy, but not like my my boy, like like my son, but not my son. (laughs) It's very confusing, Mm -hmm. the boy and son thing. Jason introduces Michael and Donkey Doug, and Doug worries immediately that Michael might be a cop and that Michael has to tell him if he is a cop, kind of setting up the joke later. And what makes me laugh the most about this bit is that he hands the bong thing to Jason and then Jason like starts to hide it from Michael <laughs> as if he's concerned like, maybe Michael could be a cop. There's but a lot Michael's of times where every time cool. Donkey Dog says something, Jason's like nodding along like he's like right back in that. Yes, there's more of this too because he then in- introduces Tahani. Who, this is Tahani, my wife who is my wife, I guess. And Donkey Doug starts hitting on her and talking about having sex with her. And Jason's, like, making, like, (laughs) boy band faces and, like, nodding. He's clueless. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He's just being so ambivalent to Doug hitting on Tahani. He's just – this is one of the weirdest 
father-son relationships on Mm -hmm. television. And I think the episode could have gotten a lot farther into it because they're just so boys that they're so comfortable. I I do think that this is interesting. I just don't think the episode... Uh, Which would you rather watch, Zach? This episode... (laughs) You still want more of Trevor, but you don't want Donkey, Doug... Or uh, That's My Boy, starring Andy Samberg and Adam Sandler. Well, unlike That's My Boy, I have seen this episode, so I, I can't really compare the two. You haven't seen That's My Boy? The big twist at the end I? is that the fiance is fucking her brother. Oh, I feel like I could probably skip it then, right? Yeah, it's not good. Tahani is the one that says, you know, I'm his wife. Don't do that. You must really love him. Welcome to the family. Come on in. And they go inside. Then we cut to the other plot line where Janet is setting up the simulation for Chidi. It's going to be able to approximate any reaction that Simone could have to anything Chidi says. And it has Tetris. Which I I like this because it's something that Janet would have been able to easily do for them in the good place. And it's something that Janet could believably. It's the future, first of all. They have super smart board. And it's also, the future. I don't know if it is the future. They literally, well, it, in my cut of Jeremy Bear Me, they say 2018. Yeah, it's 2018. GD, which is not the future. From where they <laughs> were when they died originally, it's like two years later. Do you pay attention to how Jeremy Bear Me works out? It's, it's not two the future years. for them, it's the present. It's two years past when they died. Yeah, but do you say you're in the future right now because two years ago you were doing something else? It's the future compared to the start of show, and so technology has advanced. That's why they have Super Smart Board. What is that? Zachary, are you forgetting about the Super Smart Board? Yeah, but that's real. Our school systems just could not afford it. That's been a thing since 1997. All right, Mega Board. Uh, Give me a Super Board. Give me announcement fanfare there's the thing that does that that easily in 2018 i don't think so (laughs) also janet knows everything so she can build some shit she knows all the science all the secret tech she knows all that whatever eleanor really wants to use the simulator uh to be in a bedroom with some red bull and with jason statham (laughs) that sounds aggressive but i'd be here for it i guess yeah, I don't know if it's aggressive. She's just planning for a long night. I well, think. Jason Statham is always aggressive, so I've seen Crank. One of my favorite interactions in this episode is Janet saying, Why is it that every time a new thing is invented, humans immediately try to use it for porn? Because we're disgusting. Huh. <laughs> and it's really true. Yeah. I'll be honest. It was not long after I bought an Oculus that I got a little curious. It's a, I'm a, it's man. a quick I'm trip. sitting on the toilet naked on Christmas Day. <laughs> what else am I supposed to do? I'm in my mom's bathroom. I got ah. the headset strapped on. The little controller's in my hands. I didn't realize Tidy speakers were that loud angles. so much. Because <laughs> it's not headphones. It's not headphones. They just said, Zach, stop yelling. Those aren't my legs from the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Get this thing off me. Get this thing off me. (laughs) I'm freaking out. Chidi puts, this isn't an Oculus type scenario though, because he puts these earbuds in his ears and a horrible screeching noise plays that (laughs) takes him into the simulation. And he all of a sudden is in the restaurant. And this is exactly the plot of Nathan Fielder's new show, The Rehearsal. That's Getting to rehearse a tough social situation over and over and over again to get it just right on the day of, except that was real. 
And it's a really funny show. You should check mm-hmm. it out. So he sits down to tell Simone he wow, needs to end things. Two weeks in a row with, uh, re- what's it called? It's not called review. What it's... The rehearsal. I didn't mention it the on rehearsal. the show. I mentioned it to you in in. You I, mentioned. Come I on. Mentioned review last yeah. week. Rehearsal, review, RuPaul's Drag Race, it's all the same thing. (laughs) He sits down to tell Simone that he needs to end things, and he has Janet in his ear piping information to him. So he talks to Simone, says, I've learned all this information, and I need to end things. He's keeping it really vague. He says that he can't say why, and he's dodging any questions Simone gives him. And then Chidi kind of pretty immediately gives up on take one. He's just kind of like, Janet, this one's not working. And he looks up and says, Janet, I like Simone here. Who's Janet and why do you keep yelling her name at this guy? (laughs) And then she's like, okay, I'm just going to leave. Simone leaves and Chidi takes out the earpieces. It went horribly, but Eleanor thought it was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Here's something I'd like to say. That was like a whole scene of the episode. It was so slight. This episode is plot lines that are so slight. The entire episode is cut to this thing for a couple seconds cut to Mm. this thing for a couple seconds i just i don't know it feels like i'm talking about a different type of show than what we usually talk about kind of that's fair i think that it feels more like a normal episode of tv and the good place does not oft feel like a normal tv show but i don't think it's so bad i think that this is the first bad i just think it is the worst full episode of this show so far huh it is the first episode also i just want to say review paul's drag race hearsal uh, that's all. Thank but you. We found it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's their first episode where they're just on Earth. Every single character is on Earth. No magic, no powers. What have the last like two episodes been to you, bucko? They still had magic door. Nope. They used not key. since not since Michael got through the door. You saw the door. Yeah, but that was all about freaking out. Door. You don't know what you're talking about. They're back at Donkey Doug's place in the this hotel is room. The, this it's the mundane place. This is yeah. Middle Earth. They're just here. They're queer. Deal with it. Donkey Doug's offering some refreshments to his guests. He says, "Can I offer you a bong rip, a four loco, a water moccasin?" What is oh, that? That's a not cocktail? In mine. <laughs> this is funny. Listen, uh, can I offer you a bong rib, a four loco, maybe a water moccasin? Tani says, oh, water moccasin. Is that a cocktail? He says, no, it's a snake. They're worth a lot. <laughs> Let's just say a few fell off the back of a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, a line so that funny. I really like in the episode, and they cut it. Michael's yeah. quick to bring up Doug's electrician work and how he should maybe get back into it, but Donkey Doug immediately diverts with a Pillboy Jason reunion by saying, hey, Pillboy. And then I was thinking, was Pillboy just like a dog waiting around the corner for someone to say his name? Because he immediately comes around. Pillboy was probably sitting around, pilled out of his fucking mind, just standing <laughs> still somewhere. Until so he I'm realized sure somebody he was. was talking at him. That's fair. Yeah. Then the three of them, the three men, they all start to o dip each other. O dip Donkey Doug. O dip Jason. O dip Pillboy. Oh, I think in my episode they just do uh, O-Dip, Pillboy, O-Dip, Jason. They skip to the Nah, they round do it robin. for a second, and then Tahani and Michael just kind of like marvel at them. Mm-hmm. Pillboy says, Jason, I thought you were dead. And then I like how Jason <laughs> says, but I was alive. I was in Australia. I talked to you I on the phone, last, the phone week. last week. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, but I forgot. I love Pillboy. Donkey Doug's got an idea, and this time his idea isn't fake meth. And he and Pillboy prepare to show Sharks, Michael, and Jason their latest plan and i like how it took me a second to realize they were doing the shark tank thing Mm -hmm. so at first when he addresses them and goes sharks how much do you spend on energy drinks and body spray in one week three hundred dollars ten hundred dollars i thought just the sharks it kind of caught me off guard a little bit it was funny (laughs) enter double trouble it's 
a energy drink. It's a body spray. Do you drink it or spray it? You, you both, both it. it. They give their their pitch to these people that are not going to buy a product. And they're really taking it seriously because Doug knows with this money that he can finally do what he's always wanted to do. Things like getting his calf implants moved up mm-hmm. from his feet. And the visual that paints in my mind is so funny. <laughs> I wish we got a better look at Donkey Doug's toes and feet. Toes and feet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look up Donkey Doug on wikifeet.com. <laughs> Wikifeet, that's great. That's a real thing. <laughs> wow, is that just have celebrity surpri- feet database? Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't nice. know that. It's because a lot of celebrities reference it. Like they have the weirdest, vaguest, barely famous. Like if your feet have been in anything, there's an entry for you on Wikifeet. Nice. Yeah. Maybe that'll be a good goal. Can we Brought become big enough podcasters to get our to get an entry on WikiFeet? Well, we'll I put our toes pictures everywhere. of my toes every single day, and <laughs> I've been submitting them to WikiFeet for years, and I just keep getting uh, <laughs> return to sender rejection letter after re- they they hand write a letter telling me to stop. I don't know how I keep them. getting these faxes from them. I don't have a fax machine. <laughs> Someone came to my house and said, please stop. Michael knows that this is going to be really tough for them to get anything through in this situation. All these idiots. And Jason's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. This is amazing. I love the idea. We should bid fast because it's going to go. Then we leave them for a little bit to go back with Chidi, who's discussing with Eleanor how he's going to tell Simone. And Eleanor, this is a interaction that should have worked, but kind of didn't work. So I just have to be simple, honest, and declarative, and somehow still protect her feelings. I don't know, man. Maybe just tell her that you're gay. I'm not gay. Fine. Bye. I'm not bi either. Why not? More guys should be bi. It's 2018. It's like, get over yourselves. I don't know why I didn't like that line, but something just I didn't Well, like you don't it. think people should be bi. You think gay, lesbian, well, I haven't and seen that's it. it. Only two letters <laughs> Any of the proof LGBT. that bisexuals exist. So maybe that's it. It's not bad behavior. It's just no Christmas presents this year. You don't get a gift if you're bisexual. If you know. Yeah. Yeah. Janet Bing's in to answer Chidi's question because he's asking if he can try rapidly a bunch of times to just get every scenario out of the way with Simone. And she says yes, and also that she improved the tone to the smooth jazz sound so it won't be as jarring. So he puts the earpiece back in, we hear the music, and he's back in the simulation. And this is probably the highlight of this storyline, the Simone mm-hmm. montage, where we see a lot of different scenarios at once. Because it kind of harkens back to Michael snapping every time. Yes, and I reboot. like that, Zach. I think it's a good... I I don't know. It's funny seeing Chidi, who normally has the least control, Mm -hmm. being in this snap and being able to reset. But it's also it harkens back to one of my favorite bits in It's Always Sunny when they're on the speed dating and Frank has like the whistle (laughs) that he blows every time they fuck up. I think that's really funny. Frack. Fuck. Frack. Fuck. Ah. (laughs) I don't know. I like this bit. I think it's good. So rapid fire, we get... I don't love you anymore. I mean, I don't technically love you in the same way because of circumstances. Ah, snap. Then, I'm dying. No, you're not. Well, yes, I am because technically we're all dying slowly. Snap. Not a lot. I'm Special Agent Rick Justice, FBI, (laughs) which is really funny callback to last week's episode. And then three, fast, snap, snap, snap. Then he ends up proposing to her. He starts by talking about the last few months, the last year has been such a big part of my life. I've grown so much thanks to you. Will you marry me? Yes, yes, of course I will. And then Janet ends that one for him. But that makes me sad because it's sweet. 
It's yeah. nice to see. I think this episode is expecting you to really have a lot of stake in seeing Chidi and Eleanor end up back together. But for someone who has a lot of hope for Chidi and Simone and how they work together, this was kind of a bummer. Mm. I, yeah. I'm not sure. saying that that makes the episode any better it. or worse. Just because of my feelings about the characters, this scene. Well, and to do what they're going to do in an episode or two. Stop teasing it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They had to do this. Yeah. Okay. Not even Maybe. Simone related thing. Maybe I'm an Eleanor related thing. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, the proposal one happens. Oh, you're not remembering. <laughs> and then we get the next one. <laughs> you where would know. It starts with Simone breaking up with Chidi and makes it really easy. And mm-hmm. you know what? We don't have to make it a big deal. We love each other, but we're going different directions. Why don't we just let this happen? And then that's when Chidi says, oh, my gosh, this is great. I've got to remember everything. Right leg crossed over left. I've got the <laughs> coffee here. Oh, one more thing. Suck it, you doink. Sorry? <laughs> this is Eleanor, you idiot. Janet let me mess with the simulator to screw with you. Janet, come on. Hi, Chidi. This is Janet now. Sorry, it won't happen again. Thank you. Psych, it's still Eleanor. I can't believe you fell for that, you doink. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Snap yeah, I like that to part get out of that one. This next one, yeah, we're breaking up, but I have a puppy, and it's cute, and he's a puppy. He says, he's a puppy. It's over between us. And he's cute. Look at it. Do you think I don't hear the things in between the things you're saying? So he's just delirious going through these, and Eleanor snaps him out of it because he's very bad at this, and he's not getting Mm -hmm. any better. And it's because he says... He doesn't want to break up with Simone. He doesn't dive into it, but I feel the implication is he has feelings for her. And Mm -hmm. if he could open up to her and tell her all of this burdened knowledge that he now knows, he would. But he can't. So Eleanor sarcastically asks if she should do it, which Chidi's very into. At first, I thought for a second that meant he was trying to get Eleanor to go talk to her in real life for the real one. But it was just to try out the simulation. So Eleanor puts the earpieces in. I thought it was real life too. Even for the simulation, I thought maybe it was practicing what Eleanor would do if she then did maybe it. Then maybe it was. It doesn't get yeah. any farther than that. She Don't puts on the yourself. earpieces. Huh? Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. That's the way to start. And I said, hey, hey what, a, what wonderful a wonderful kind of day. DW. Thank you. You can cash at me for a tip jar. You can Venmo me five bucks. I'll take it. Arthur, is that you? Eleanor puts in the earpieces and suddenly she's with Simone and it instantly gets flirty when she's like, you're great for Chidi. Obviously, you're so amazing. You're smart. You're beautiful. And then they're That's touching the real each shit. other. That's what we like, really what's going on here? For. I don't know. It doesn't go far enough. They didn't have no. to actually kiss each other, but they could have gotten in closer angle mm-hmm. to each other. And maybe like at a certain angle, I could have screenshotted it a bunch of times, yeah, put it up on my it. ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I've got that hand clasp. <laughs> Chidi puts a stop to it and it cuts to Eleanor with like her tongue out be like oh, come on it was just getting good the other thing that I noticed before that when Simone they start talking about her accent and it just mm-hmm. felt like a choice when the accent is kind of bad and stands out in the first place because Simone starts doing an American accent to mimic Eleanor and then goes back into an Australian accent and just I feel like her doing I thought it was in, cute it's a cute moment, but her doing an American accent and then going back to the Australian accent made me hear the American in her accent so much more. Mm. I don't know. It's just a little Zach's really this. on this accent tear lately. And I want to know why. Zach, are you okay? No, but unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's got nothing to do with accents. In the other plot line, Michael's telling Jason that he needs to remember the mission, remember why they're there. Tahani is worried about something else. She says, this might not be as important, but there's dog hair everywhere, and I have not seen a dog. (laughs) That's when Doug and Pillboy then come back out, bringing out the samples of Double Trouble, the three flavors that we discussed earlier. They're getting Mm -hmm. ready to try it. And, you know, Jason can't deny that Double Trouble is dope. But he kind of takes a moment and tries to get through to his dad and tell him that he needs to think long-term and maybe reconsider electric work. (laughs) Because he used to get all the porn channels free for everybody. Good, honest work. (laughs) Like, okay, dad. (laughs) Since the third grade, Zach. Those are the years you really need those channels, too. Yeah. Pillboy really wants to get out of the old folks' home, and his whole thing is kind of hoping someone else's idea will lead to him getting rich and away from his current job, because that's what he wanted Jason to do in the past. He was really thinking Jason was his awesome friend that is is his ticket out of Florida, and now he just wants Donkey Doug's cologne thing to work yeah. out so he can get out of here, and he wants money. He's going to be rich. I do like the bit here. When he's like, oh, man, one of these days I'm going to have the money. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to get out of bed. I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to open the fridge. Oh, damn, we're out of milk. I'm going to get in my car. <laughs> I liked when he said I'm going to rinse off. That was one of my favorite parts of that. I'm going to rinse off. Just, yeah. Is that the statement? I'm going yeah. to rinse off. <laughs> I'm going to rinse off. After he brushes his teeth, he's going to rinse mm. off. Going to get dressed. going <laughs> to head downstairs. Dang, we out of milk. <laughs> you don't gonna have to go through car. the whole imaginary day. <laughs> Donkey Doug has a very deep moment. I just don't think I can take any of this seriously is another part too. I think I I get why they're doing all the Florida bits because it's Jason and they couldn't not mm-hmm. do it. But because everything is energy drinks and Donkey Doug and there should be something in here. There should be – I don't know. Donkey Doug and Jason look the same age as each other. There's just no emotional connection. Well, he's a young dad. The story last week where Eleanor helped the guy with his wallet had so much more emotional grounding mm-hmm. than this storyline that's rooted in the backstory of one of our main characters that we've never learned before. I think it's too slight, and it's not emotional here when Donkey Doug says, I believe in double trouble. Why can't you, Jason, believe in me? Because it's a stupid idea. Also, Jason never walked in and said, hey, I have a bunch of money for you. Yeah, that's he true. He would just ask Jason this normally when Jason had no money. That's true. <laughs> Tahani is trying to kind of bridge the gap between the two and suggest that Doug should shoot for the stars. Like how she told Elon Musk to shoot for the stars. And then he literally shot his car into the sky. And the quote here from Tahani, what a weird creep. Why was <laughs> Why I friends, was I with, friends him? with him? Really that good Elon great. Burn. Yeah. Michael hopes that this is going to be the best thing for Jason's dad. You know, that he works on this thing. Okay, he really likes it. Maybe it'll work out. It's not like he's robbing a bank or anything. Yeah, it's a factory. It's a factory. Huh? <laughs> Jason and Pillboy are planning because they don't know how to make double trouble. They're going to pull off three separate factory robberies to go and steal a bunch of energy drinks at one and then a body spray at another one and then bottles from another one. They don't. Oh, my God. Obviously, all they're doing is one part energy drink, one part cologne. Yeah. And then expecting people to drink it and spray it. And mm-hmm. Just thinking of how gross and poisonous that would and be. Dangerous. And dangerous. Yeah, it's really not on good. on the body it would be. <laughs> Imagine, like, just getting Red Bull all over yourself. You'd be a sticky mess. Yes. And not for the right reasons. You would attract a lot of Floridians. 
So Jason then outside, he's frustrated and he says, what? Three factories? I can understand two, but three? <laughs> and Michael here, I also don't like this. I don't like that Michael comes up to Jason and is like, yeah, I don't know. Your dad's kind of an idiot. Maybe we should just face that he's a lost cause. Mm -hmm. For all of this, let's save souls for Michael to, there's just no emotional connection to this being Jason's father. He's like, yeah, your dad's a lost cause. It's like, yeah, you're right. Let's try to save Pillboy instead. I, they do kind of just give up on Donkey Doug rather do. quickly. I think there might have been more of an emotional way if Jason was like, hey, I really care about you, dad, and I don't want to see you continue living life. Then Donkey Doug would go, I like my life. Genuinely for a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're going to save Pillboy instead. And I like when Jason, though, says, I have this idea. Will you guys help me? Well, I mean, yeah. That's why we're here, Jason. Yeah. Now it's time for the real breakup between Chidi and Simone. We're keeping this Nemo thing going because they're at the French pressing Nemo cafe. Yeah, I didn't love this one. This yeah, is the first Nemo bit, bit that did not work for me. It's a little bit of a stretch. I get why in the good place everything is named similar puns. Mm -hmm. Why in the real world is everything named this way? I don't know. Don't like it. Chidi is ready to do this. He's talking to Eleanor about his plan. He's working off the 10 most successful examples to formulate the best breakup. A cute thing from Eleanor. Ah, who said you're not romantic? Everyone <laughs> I've ever dated. <laughs> then he notices Simone is arriving, so he rushes Eleanor off. And he gets thrown off right away because they're on the wrong side of the restaurant. They're usually mm -hmm. over on the other side. But he's not going to let that ruin the vibe for him. He has something to say. So he begins speaking and is immediately interrupted by the waitress who says, oh, what what, what do you want to drink? Iced tea, water, bye. As soon as Chidi starts talking again, she's right back there to ask about sugar. Then she leaves. And then she's back again immediately when Chidi starts talking about their year together and how it's positive thanks to her. They're interrupted again because they're shift switching. And they're going to have this waiter instead of the waitress who's played by Flula Borg. Do you know who Flula Borg is? He looked familiar. What else is he? Internet in? personality. He was in one of the uh, Pitch Perfect movies. I think he shows up in a lot He's more now. He's in the... TV appearance. Yes. What's their... Yeah. The das German machine. one. Mm -hmm. Flula Borg nice. is really funny. Helmet is his name in this. Helmet. And he's totally wasted. He's here for no reason. He's yeah. kind of funny. He's in it for 10 seconds. It's fine. Hey, maybe this is his big role. This is what got him pitch perfect. I think Dude. that was before this. It was. <laughs> Chidi begs, just please, can I have a second? He says, okay, one. Ha ha ha. One second. I like that bit. That was a good and one. Chidi yells, like, you need to leave, please. Right, look, just, um, we need to break up. I am, I am breaking up with you. Why? I can't, it's, it's, it's complicated, but it's happening. You dumped. Okay. Wait, wait, no. Uh, come back, please. And this is another part where I just feel awful for Simone. Yeah. Because this I, isn't. That was bad behavior. He's so, what's the word I'm looking for? It's that time of the night, people. Mm-hmm. He's so overexposed to the situation through the simulations that he doesn't realize that, no, this is the real Simone in front of me. And you just yelled, you dumped at her. So when she acts like a real person and stands up and is sad and just says, okay, and like walks away, it really hurts. Yeah. And I, I think that what I like about that is kind of a running theme of the last few weeks is the consequences that happen now are real when you act like a bad person somebody gets hurt here there's no snap and come back there aren't a bunch of npc characters running around who you're not going to actually affect these are real people with real consequences real feelings and i think that that is what's shown a lot the last few weeks and that i do like quite a bit i agree 
Because Simone's a real innocent bystander that they've roped in now into their shit. Whether she's aware of it or not, they have. Mm-hmm. And she so yells she for hurt. her to come back, but Helmet shows up. and No, not you, Helmet. Fucking Helmet. Fucking Helmet. Helmet and the Ballad of Donkey Doug. I knew it was coming as soon as I said it. <laughs> Meanwhile, we see Pillboy, and he's hooking up all the folks at the old home. He's hooking up this old lady. You know, you take this, and you'll have a body high with light visuals. He's the walk of the town. He's the walk of the town. He's the cock of the walk of the town of the block. And all the old people love him and his pills that he can show to all of them and give to them and make them feel things. His name tag says Pillboy. Yeah, it's his name. That's his name. <laughs> That's his name. I really enjoy this. You know, when someone's that old, they're in a home. Nobody's coming to check on let them. Him get weird let them be it. high. Shit. <laughs> I mean, they, old people are, the they might drugs. as well be too. Exactly. So he's hooking all those people up and then he has to leave work early for a robbery. I mean, I'm sick. <laughs> but just as he's getting ready to leave in a funny moment. Hello, Pillboy. I'm here on behalf of Jason. You won't be attending the job with Donkey Duck today. There's been a change of plans. Okay. That's it? You don't need any more information? I mean, do you want to tell me? Not really. Cool. You want some pills? <laughs> I think that if Tahani showed up and told me not to go somewhere, I'd probably listen. Yeah. I'd say, hello, Angel, who is real. Angels are real. <laughs> Angels are real. Just like when I saw that light in the sky, if I yeah, saw like, Jamila Jamil walk up to me, I'd say biblically accurate angels are real. Did you start saying, my God's not dead. He's surely alive and he's standing on the inside, roaring like a lion. <laughs> oh, boy. Chidi is complaining to Eleanor that he's messed this all up. Janet, meanwhile, in the background is in the simulator and she'll comment mm-hmm. on it in a second. And he's worried that now because of this, what if he sent Simone down the wrong path and now she's going to end up in the bad place? So he wants to fire up the simulation and figure out the best way to fix this. But Eleanor tells him, just go talk to her. Mm-hmm. Another thing, it's it's a really easy sitcom situation. Yeah. It's not that deep. Just go talk to her. I like Eleanor's line here that Simone, she's a badass and her world is bigger than your relationship. She'll recover. Just go be a person. I think that's a really true line. I like that. Mm-hmm. Tell to a friend who's putting off the inevitable. Yeah. Like, like she's hey, a great I love you and it. care about you, but you are not the end all be all of yes. her life. Go break it off. Yeah. So I have a question. Now, we, we've, we've, we've discussed that you, you're a ghoster. You know, you've left the people yeah. closest to you without If you're so asking, much have I ever broken up with somebody? No, there are six people that I'm still technically in a relationship <laughs> with. I was going to ask if you ever had someone break up with someone for you. Well, I had someone hand the note in which I had broken up with someone to them for me. Does like, that count? Because they were sitting in between you two or because you didn't want to go up in between no. classes and give mm-hmm. it to them? Because I was a mm-hmm. pussy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not great. Mm-mm. It's it's literally like you mailed the the, the worst hey, one I've got for you is the time that I really wanted to break up with a person I was dating, and it was right at the time of the release of Arrested Development season four, and I was binging it with my buds. I was complaining about my shitty relationship. They paused it in the middle of a season four of Arrested Development episode on day one. You don't do that. You don't. And do they that. said we're not pl- pressing play until you end this relationship you keep complaining about. So I texted her, and then we watched episode nine. Nice. Is it nice? No. 
It's okay. It's not terrible. I never have had someone break up with someone for like me. Freshman or sophomore. But I have been the person who broke up with someone for someone else in middle school. If a friend was like, "Hey, will you go tell them?" You were like, "Absolutely." I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> I'll press this is good press. Yeah. <laughs> da 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 da. Guess so what? Che- yeah. <laughs> so cheating. Yeah, you do like a a, tel- a singing telegram. <laughs> like so. Uh, I know you're single now. Bop 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 bop. You are dumped. <laughs> <laughs> so Chidi takes the advice and steps out. Meanwhile, Eleanor asks Janet if she can use the simulator to relive a specific Lenny Kravitz concert. Mm-hmm. And Janet sets up expectations for Eleanor that you can use it, but when it boots up, you may end up in a steam room with Jason in an old-timey strongman suit. <laughs> that was great. Onesie, I think she said I thought both too. were funny. What do you mean? Both uh, Eleanor's thing and Janet's thing were funny. Oh. Do you get the Lenny Kravitz thing? I d- what would I not get about it? That he did a concert where his penis was out. Oh, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was literally that Eleanor had gone to one and she wanted to relive No, it. he did a she... concert where his, his penis came out. Interesting. Yeah. So she wanted to go to that one. Jason walks into this warehouse to see Doug. Who's see? Not so bad, is it? Quite a funny episode, don't you think? Topical. Got the Kravitz cock. What more can you ask for? <laughs> Well, when you tell me an episode has Kravitz cock, now I'm talking. <laughs> I like when Jason walks into the warehouse and Donkey Doug says Pillboy and his son says, no, it's me, Pillboy's Pill friend, friend, Jason. Jason. <laughs> if you're here to tell me a body spray energy drink won't work, I've been told that before by a bank and some doctors. <laughs> Jason comes through here and says, no, I'm going to help you. But I literally, they're like, oh, you're a lost cause. I'll help you do whatever you want to do. Just leave Pillboy alone because I'm trying to save him. Mm-hmm. This interaction's funny, but again, this doesn't quite work in the way that an episode about Jason's dad could work. Donkey Doug says, oh, you got religious and shiz? Amen. <laughs> and Jason also says, amen, and gives him like the Jason cross. Jason <laughs> Just as Doug asks Jason to help get things to his truck, the police show up. The red and blue lights are, are coming through the windows. And he calls out, are you a cop? Because if you are, you have to you tell us. You have to tell us. <laughs> of course they are, the police. Yes, they are the police. It's like, oh, I knew it. Jason thinks that they can run off together, but this is Donkey Doug's chance to be the father that he always could have been. I know I haven't been the best father in the world. I might not have even been in the top five. I want to make up for that. I'll distract him. You run out the back. No, oh, that's crazy. It's what my dad did for me and his dad for him. And someday, you'll do this exact thing for yourself. I mean, I hope not, but thanks, Donkey Doug. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks, Donkey Doug. Then as they're having their little moment, they decide to try out the name Donkey Dad. He calls him yeah. Donkey Dad. Call me Donkey decide, Dad. That doesn't work. It sounds whack. So Jason goes out the back. Doug runs out to the police, but doesn't do what you think he's going to do. He yells Bortles and then runs away from them <laughs> just in front of them. I like it. Last scene with Chidi and Simone. Chidi is talking to Simone face-to-face, fessing up to what he said and what he did, and tells her that she's amazing, and the truth is that his feelings have changed, but he can't tell her why. And it really cuts to hear Simone when she says, you seem to know what you want, which is rare for you. Mm -hmm. This person who's never sure about anything is so sure that he doesn't want to date me anymore. That's got to suck. It's really sad. Yeah, it's got to hurt. Chidi, I think this is an important thing to keep this thread going, suggests that she keep the study going even if they're splitting up and going other ways and he's lost his job now because mm-hmm. he still thinks it has the potential to help others. I liked that interaction. It was sweet. And it I had think a lot it of shows emotion. 
that the convoluted story reason for everyone to get together being this study in Australia wasn't for nothing. It could continue to go on and continue to help people even without the humans that started yeah. Then back at the old folks' home, Michael, Tahani, and Jason meet Pillboy at work, and they're setting up for him to live a better life. I don't think any of the story is satisfying how it wraps up. I don't feel like they really did much of anything while they were in Florida, really at all. His you secret like mission, the, though, I like it, but it's not a, worth the whole episode. This episode wasn't about Pillboy, and this is where this whole thing ends. Sure, that's fair. They tell him that he's got the secret mission, and it's to do his job and not do any crimes and help all the old people until they say so. I like that they added to help all the old people because mm-hmm. that's important. Pillboy says, I can't believe this whole time you guys were with NASA. Yes, secret <laughs> astronaut spies. That's, that's what, what Jason, Jason told said. you. <laughs> a cute last moment between Pillboy and Jason here where they share an I love you, bro. They start tearing up over one another and they do a long, drawn it's out really secret funny. handshake while crying. I like the psych. I got you, bro. I got, I you, got bro. you, bro. Jag, Jags, wires, bars, rule. rule. <laughs> <laughs> One great. more scene, and it ends in a cliffhanger that I don't love and that I don't think makes this episode any better. The gang's all meeting up for Tahani's sister's exhibit, which is opening mm-hmm. in Budapest at the airport. She says, you all ready for some Al Jamil family reconciliation? And Jason says, you got it, wifey. And goes on to talk about how he thinks he really nailed the pillboy thing, and he's glad he got closer with his dad. Closure. With his dad. And he got closer with his dad, Donkey Doug. Donkey Doug. (laughs) Eleanor says that remains depressing. And then goes on to feel bad, kind of, because she's glad for Jason that he got this and wishes maybe a little bit, as much as she didn't like her parents, that she could have a similar experience with her parents, who are both dead. I like the moment that shows Janet looking at Michael as if, should I tell her the thing? And Michael nods yes. And Janet says, the thing is, one of your parents is not technically actually dead. Her mother faked her own death. Eleanor is really heated, feeling a lot about this, and says, I'm sorry, Tahani, I don't think I'll be able to stay here with you in Budapest. Turns out my mom isn't dead, so I have to go back to America to murder her. Murder her. That's the end of an episode that is certainly an episode of The Good Place. I don't think it's any worse than I did when we started talking about it. I also don't think it's any better than I thought it was when we started talking about it. It is the most operationally fine, technically, an episode of The Good Place for me. I do I don't think it's anything to write home about. It no. didn't bother me as bad. I don't. Apparently, think it is really something to talk episode. for an hour and a half about. But. Yeah, Zach, Zachary, <laughs> Mister. I don't think we're gonna spend as long on this one as we, well, we did. didn't. Close, close. That's true. Well, let's um, wrap this thing up. But what I, are your final I think thoughts? that it's not the most consequential episode of the show. But we did have Cheaty break it off with Simone. We did have Jason get his version of closure with his dad and we know that Pillboy has been set on the right path. Those are all positives, I think. Yeah. That's all that's it. That's, that's all, all that's got. what I got. Okay. Well let's wrap up the episode with our good place and bad place for the week. Yeah, I'd like to kick place. this one off, Zach. Okay. Let's hear so, it. So the easy bad place pick this week is Donkey Doug. Yeah. But I didn't go there. Because I think that Donkey Doug, if anything, improved his net good place bad place score 
because while he How? doesn't grow a ton as a person, At all. he was only doing terrible things. And instead of robbing three factories, he tried to rob one and then took the police's attention so that his son can get away, possibly sacrificing himself for his boy. And then he darts out. <laughs> he runs. Well, for his all life. cops are bad, so going with cops is bad points, but running from cops is net zero. So who's your bad place? Cheaty because his first breakup with Simone is really bad. And yeah, he went and apologized, but that was really insensitive. And as an adult, there's no excuse. Like, that's bad place points. That's bad to say you dumped to somebody (laughs) who was just coming to meet you for lunch is pretty terrible. Because Simone did nothing to deserve this. She didn't. You're right. And that is bad. And it's not as bad as anything Donkey Dog does in this episode. And I'm not giving it to him either. I'm giving my bad place points to Pillboy because no matter how good they might feel, he is drugging old folks at his job with whatever he can find to make into a little cocktail and he's see what happens. Telling the old folks how to safely recreationally <laughs> I don't use think the drugs so. they're gonna be I don't using think anyway. His, his employers Are you would a have the bad guy opinion. if you see somebody about to smoke a blunt with angel yeah. dust and you give them a raw cone of your finest cannabis <laughs> instead? Are you a bad guy or are you no, helping? I think you might be a bad guy though if you're like, here's your liver medication and did you know that if you take this with this, you'll trip the fuck out? person who i don't know it just struck me wrong it struck me as a breach of trust the old lady was happy she said you're the best pill boy what about good place who's going to the good place okay so i don't know if we're gonna agree on this one i have honorable mention to tahani i think tahani continues her good behavior this week but she doesn't really get to stand out with anything other than being like pill boys stay here i don't really want to give it to janet janet tries to help chidi not be a mess I gave it to Jason because I think that Jason is like, well, I can't help my dad because he's bad, but I'm going to try and help my dad. I'm going to for sure help Pillboy. So I think Jason, for me, gets the good place this week because I think that Jason also shows a lot of intellectual maturity compared to his peers around him because he has the thought to say like you got to think ahead dad like you got to do these things and i think he does recognize that what donkey dog and pillboy are doing is not sustainable and not good for their lives and the fact that he can say that to them as a friend and as somebody who was not the leader of the group then i think that's good that's promising i like that i think i'm actually gonna give mine to tahani sure even though she's not the most active player i feel like how well she goes along with this weird scenario because she is truly convinced that the right thing to do is to go wherever it takes to help people it's not an episode where anybody is out the gate amazing and i think Mm -hmm. she does pretty well so i'll give it to tahani well and i'll say something else that earns tahani a lot of points she's the first person to ever turn down donkey doug's hot tub and sticking things in each other for her love for jason and that earns big points you're the first person to ever turn that down you must really love him welcome to the family well, get the strumming ready, Stephen, because that was our podcast on the Ballad of Donkey Doug. Well, now your ears have had their full. So wrap yourself in a tarp of wool. Find your nearest animal pug. And give that flat face boy a hug. Look at them shoulders, Zach. Give him a shrug. Because this was the ballad of Donkey Doug. Wow, wow. Excellent, Stephen. Great work. 
Thank you. <laughs> For this hour at night, that was work. <laughs> That's our it's... podcast on the Ballad of Donkey Doug. We're going to be back next week to talk about a fractured inheritance as we ramp into Do you like the this second one? half of The Good Place's third season. I don't remember it. Camilla? I remember like what it's about because it's a Tahani episode, but I don't really remember what happens in it much at all. She thinks she's going to make breakfast, I think. I don't remember. She like make some eggs. No spoilers. We'll find out what I think about it next week. I hope I at least like it better than the first I hope so chapter too. I think in you the will. Let's Save Souls series. And I hope nice. I do too. Let's Save Souls. Thank I like you. that. That's fun. If you guys want to help save our soul, nice. if you like what we do here, please consider supporting us on Patreon. We're starting at $5. You can get this podcast a week early. You can get our That 70s Show Rewatch podcast, The Basement. You can get our live stream, You Can't Disappreciate Show every week. You can get Brokeback Bebop before it's released for free. All kinds of stuff starting at $5 at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast steven that's right guys for just five dollars if you really want to save our souls five dollars means five prayers and five prayers gets us one god buck and only mm-hmm. one million and god to- bucks and we can <laughs> save our souls <laughs> steven where else can the people find us well if you don't you don't have, any, you don't have the god bucks if you don't have the, the god bucks to spend on us <laughs> if you're not flush with prayers uh then you can come over and SpaceX, our line of twinkling lights, over on Twitter or on Instagram. Not threads. We're not there yet, but who knows? Blue Sky? Blue Sky Entertainment? Every Is that what it's called? Blue Sky? Isn't that one? Is you that a Twitter alternative? Yes. Is that and the black people one? You have to get invited one? to it. That's the black people one. Yeah. Is it? Uh-huh. You have codes. Black people have codes. I. <laughs> if you want one, I can get you one. <laughs> I wish I cheap? were kidding. Like behind a trench coat, you got, <laughs> yeah. for blue you got sky. the blue sky. But uh, go follow us on Twitter and Instagram over at Time Knife Pod. All the deets of when we're recording, when we're live streaming. The patrons got to watch us film an episode of this live. It was kind of cool to do. Yeah, uh, I think the live stream ran about ten minutes longer than what the podcast mm-hmm. ended up running. So a little bit of extra content. Ooh, there. bonus! Here you also can get all of Brokeback Bebop. I already said all this. All the fun stuff on the Why are we doing this? Page. Let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got. Oh, we're also on YouTube. Come watch the video. See, God, see what I got going on. Doug's I'm sake. repping the Bebop today. That's Ein. all well and good. But for the good name of Donkey Doug, get us out of here. From inside Donkey Doug's Florida motel pool, Black Lives Matter. I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And we love you, Jacksonville. We'll see you next week. Duval! Duval County, Florida is where Jacksonville resides. Nice. So it wasn't a sports guy at all. It was not. So who's the sports expert now, little miss? Down to Florida. We welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays. Every day in Florida I'm in Florida The sun is setting over Tampa Bay It's like a Caribbean holiday Every day in Florida I just unplugged my headphones. It's okay, you don't listen to me anyway. We're holding for a reset. We're holding. We're taking five seconds. Let me powder. Let me powder. Reset. Smoke a cig. Never been good at getting things in the hole on the first try.
It just doesn't seem like that's where it's supposed to go. <laughs> all evening and it just doesn't fit, okay? Hi. That was Welcome great. back to This American Life. I'm, I'm Ira Glass. <laughs> Whose turn? Martin. Yours. 